Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, and welcome to today's episode called Why Comfortable is the Enemy of Financial Change. So this one is, we're sort of exploring a bit of the the mindset and and motivation behind money in the last couple of episodes, and I'm going to keep that going just just for one more. Um, The next episode I have planned, it will start to get more into sort of the nitty gritties of, of things. Um, but the word comfortable uh, is something I heard recently in another podcast, actually, and it got me thinking. It's like comfortable is something that really can hold us back because it sounds so comfortable. And don't we all love to be comfy? You know, wearing our pajamas and our hoodies and and UGG boots and things, especially as we come into winter. And it's it just feels so nice, and it makes us want to just kind of curl up in a ball, and read a book on the couch. It's not necessarily inspiration for, for taking charge and, and making making changes that we've been putting off, potentially. <laughs> so um, want the, the, the desire to be comfortable, do we all really want that? And I guess it depends on what being comfortable actually does mean to you and what it could be potentially holding you back from. You could be comfortable on the job you have because it's familiar and the uncertainty of making a change keeps you where you are uh, or because you've been doing it for a while and it kind of allows you a certain amount of of freedom as well. Um, It could be something you don't have to think too much about because you've got other parts of your life that you need to be sort of very um, mentally um, focused on and so being comfortable in a job might actually be a good thing in 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 that regard. And then, but the feelings and emotions that leads to this feeling of comfortable could, on the other scale, end of the scale, could sound like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling trapped or bored or unfulfilled. And it might take years before you get to this point. And in the interim, life will feel fine. You know, that, that, that word, fine. <laughs> I'm going to go there. But it's, it's a word that, that just hides so many things. When somebody says to you, uh, how are you today? Like, oh, I'm fine. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, so are you content with fine for your life? And this is certainly something that I can relate to and I'm, I'm assuming and hoping or not hoping but I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of um, others will as well because for myself for, for a number of years I stayed in a profession that I didn't like um, because I, but I'd stayed in it because I'd spent over four years studying for it and I'd been raised to not give up you stayed the course and sucked it up. Wow, there were so many phrases that can be associated with being comfortable. And I became progressively more miserable and experienced an actual bout of depression, which is something that I think we've probably all done at one point or another. And you generally don't really know that you've experienced it until you get out the other side. And if you're not lucky enough to do that, then you kind of stay in a bit of a cycle that is really hard to get out of. Um, But for me to get myself out of this feeling, I started doing all sorts of things outside of work to keep my soul fulfilled. (laughs) Um, I did craft. I learned how to make books. I learned all sorts of things. Um, And it it was great, but it was was temporary. 
Um, because professionally, I was really dead inside and I wasn't really earning much either, which made it even worse. And it kind of got to the point where I actually got angry about it. And, and that's, that's what actually then triggered me to make a change. I was no longer satisfied with being comfortable. Now, just digress briefly. Interestingly, when you look up the word comfortable in the dictionary, the, ne- the definition ranges from being in a state of physical or mental comfort to obsolete. And it can also mean being contented and at ease. Now, this is a pretty broad range for a definition. And it does provide that sort of that polarity that we have in life in general. So even even comfortable isn't something that is is clearly defined in terms of, you know, oh, it's a good thing or a bad thing. But what often causes it to feel this, this ease, um, as in the definition, is familiarity. And the only time we really bust out of this feeling of ease is when our bodies experience some dis-ease or disease, as we more commonly say, either through a physical affliction, be it an illness or an injury, or a mental affliction, such as burnout, anxiety, or depression. I'll give you an an analogy. If you have two sticks, that's all they are. They're there, they're comfortable being the two sticks, and that's that. But once these two sticks are rubbed together relatively vigorously and air blows onto them, the dis-ease turns into fire which can either cause destruction or it can be used to cook food and keep you warm. The mere fact of the change of state causes quite a change in the situation of the two sticks and for the world around them. Now imagine if you experienced a renewed sense of passion and a fire in your life. What would you do with it? So like many words and things in life, there is a continuum, but You don't experience that continuum without getting out of your comfort zone and sparking something new or change. Back to the word familiarity. Now, there is a saying, yes, another one, that familiarity breeds contempt. So when life becomes a bit too predictable or stale, we start to drop our game and that's when unhappiness sets in and we feel like we are being left behind. Years can pass like this, and it may even feel like you don't have the power or knowledge to take charge of your own life or money situation. So if you're familiar with your current life, the only thing that will spark a change will be something out of the unusual or something out of the usual happening. Now, for many women, this is having children. Your world completely changes, and nearly everything looks, feels, and smells, and all the smells, differently. So this is something that I can also relate to, and I'm assuming a lot of you listening would be able to relate to as well. Before I had my daughter, I was motivated by a desire to experience life, be challenged, have variety, and earn money. And as I had earned pretty poorly for many years, I then made this a focus because I wanted to catch up to where I I wanted to be, not comparing to anyone else because I'm I'm not a big fan of that because that just leads to unhappiness and, and missed expectations but anyway back to back to topic so once I had my daughter my priorities completely changed I wasn't motivated by the same things anymore and I also had a renewed sense of passion for life and a desire to help make our world the kind of world I wanted for my daughter I became interested in sustainable gardening oh my goodness I was never a green thumb general sustainability, how we learn, the mindset of children and how to avoid using guilt and fear as motivators because that certainly was used when I was a child. 
While I loved being a mum though, I also wanted to still be me and pursue work that allowed me to fulfill my core values. So again, there was a, there was another change of state uh, and that meant going back to work part-time. Now, I was lucky enough to have a colleague who advocated for bringing women back into the workforce after having children and I came back to work with her. I was also lucky enough that my mother could look after my daughter for the three days a week that I worked. Now, there is really no such thing as being comfortable when you're a new mum. So change is pretty much a constant state. So doing new things and pushing boundaries sort of becomes almost a bit easier because you're, you're constantly in, that, in that, um, that vein. Now, that said, after a while, you do get into a routine. As your children get older as well, you know, things then become somewhat comfortable again. Now, it's not to say that you want to be in a constant state of change and upheaval because there are times where you do need to, to sort of chill out and feel relaxed and have a, experience a certain level of comfort um, for periods of time. But staleness can set in and we lose the feeling of being challenged and questioning why we are doing the things we are doing. So at these points, it's good to clarify with yourself that why you're doing what you're doing. Are you consciously making the decision to have a break or have you just lost that sort of that touch kind of thing or you, you're feeling unempowered or disempowered or you know, you're lacking in confidence? Is what you're doing fulfilling you mentally or physically and do you want it to? Is there a rumbling of discomfort that you're feeling? And what is it that you're putting off potentially? Procrastination is a big one that we all experience. It might be something personal, professional, or even financial. And if it's the latter, there is no time like the present to make changes because time ticks along way too quickly. And with finances, the power of compounding relies on time. So there really is no time like the present for financial change. Now, the changes that you make, they don't even need to be big, especially not in the beginning. They could simply be getting on top of paperwork, even just getting it all in the one place, setting up automatic bill payments, getting your bills to come online instead of in the mail, creates a little less like visual overwhelm, um, reshuffling bank accounts to suit your saving, spending and investing uh, needs, starting up a micro-investing account, or even setting up a piggy bank for your kids. The important thing is to start and then to consistently do small things until you feel you can manage the medium-sized things. And then you can get into the things that you have either been putting off or didn't even know you needed to do. <laughs> when I really got stuck into my finances, it became like a juggernaut and I was spurred on by doing one thing after another and seeing those things start to work. And it is a feeling that I would love for more women to experience. So don't be comfortable. Look for ways to shake things up in your life in ways that will actually serve you and link to your values. 